0: Welcome to a new episode of Scarves Up, the season finale of Scarves Up, wrapping up the 2018 season. Off season's very short, though. I'm your host, Nathaniel Maymoudis. Joining me, our most often co host, Dave Maymoudis. Hello, everyone. And off season is short. I think
1: the regular season but,
0: starts again next Thursday. Is that right? Uh, something like that. I mean, uh, tomorrow. So, Ed, it, uh, it is December 9th. The expansion draft takes place tomorrow Luckily, with the waiver and the uh, uh, re-entry drafts following just days after that. And then some clubs will start preparing for well, training in January and, of course, um the, the new Champions League is in February and all very, very short offseason for these MLS teams, uh, of course.
1: And I've lost track with the Champions League. Uh, are the Sounders playing in that
0: in February? The Sounders are not in the Champions League. The only way they would have been in it is if they had won MLS Cup. Uh, so they're not in that this time. Uh, so unfortunately, I guess we have to root against all of the uh, uh, MOS teams because the Sounders, we're rooting for the Sounders to be the first team uh, to win that competition. Uh, uh, so sadly, go uh, go Mexico um, uh, is what we will be rooting for there. Uh, it's, of course, we've gone up against it's, it's still not the best teams that are that are entering that, and uh, it's just unfair. We our team. Ended with so much, so many more points than Toronto. Toronto gets to play in it because of the Canadian championship, which we've talked about a lot. So, uh, let's start uh, with the season. Um, First of all, just soccer in Seattle. uh, S2 uh, didn't make the playoffs. Uh, Rain made the playoffs, but were eliminated by Portland. And uh Sounders also eliminated to Portland haven't pod. we haven't podcasted since the Sounders went down on penalties. It's really tough game, a lot of mourning. Um but it was a good game and if you are a true soccer fan, you know that a shootout is a coin toss. And in this turn I was always worried about uh about uh, about who's going to take the penalties. I mean, before when we had um, Evangiz and we had Brad Evans and we had Dempsey and we have these these uh, these players um, who we know are are good and we had uh, just we we've had more depth and we didn't have that. So uh, like Will Bruin went up and and Juana went up. Buana had a good penalty um, and and Nadero right. still says he's going fifth. Um, So he didn't get to go.
1: Good to go into the penalty shootout with a keeper who's done a great job for the Sounders all year. But, you know... And he got a touch
0: on the final one.
1: Not a safe way. You know, certainly not a way to guarantee you're going to go through. So it would have been nice to score a couple more goals. Do you
0: think the Sounders would have been able to hold the lead if Chad Marshall uh, and Rodon were able to play in this game?
1: You know, I mean, obviously, you've got to think if the Sounders had... Had not had those injuries, you know, let alone if they'd had healthy Clint Dempsey and a healthy Jordan Morris on the field. But yes, I think you know Chad Chad Marshall. You know nothing against Torres and Kihi, who you know also did a great job. But I think the Sounders are definitely, you know, at least 25 percent better out there when Chad Marshall's on the field, and I think that would have kept one of those goals
0: out. Chad Marshall didn't win Defender of the Year, but he did make the Team of the Year. Did one of the uh, three defenders. Good to see him uh, in there. Um, can't really argue with uh, the the what we saw the rest of the uh, Team of the Year this year. So this, time, this season as a whole, uh, it was... Um, we we didn't make the come from didn't get back to the MLS Cup for the third time in a row. But where does this rank in Sounder seasons for you?
1: Well, you know, if it was just the second half of the season, uh, obviously and be pretty would, high. I want
0: to know your top three Sounder seasons. Tell me the oh, years. Oh, I'll
1: have to think some more about that. Um, you know, this season, just in terms of ups and downs, both in terms of how the season felt. You Know back in July, and you know, just the overall distance between the highs and the
0: lows. This one's got to be right up there. Um, for me, I would say our best season ever. I and I've said this before, it's still 2014 when we should have made it to the final.
1: Was that after the year playing the Gaussian? We won
0: the supporter shield, yeah. we won, uh, we um, we won. The U.S. Open Cup 2, uh, it was a amazing year. We had so much depth. It was a World Cup year, and we stayed in first almost the entire year. We were on uh, fire, and when Dempsey went away and Yedlin went away, we still had Barrett, and we had Kenny Cooper, and we had all these pieces who could come through. And that's, the, that's when we were playing our best, and we should have made it to World Cup. MLS Cup there. And
1: I guess you then, could argue that the uh, that this season maybe belongs in the top three along with that one and our MLS Cup winning
0: season. That's what, that is what I was going to say. This is 2017. We, we, we now have the longest MLS winning streak uh, for ga- games in a row uh, which is huge and very hard to do in soccer. Um, and uh, you have to put the one where we won the Cup second. Uh, but this was a good season, and um, it's the, it's really, uh, the, be- the it's the best, and, and while we won the Cup in 2016, it's, the, I would say, it's the best season we've had since everything really went wrong in 2015, after the... The red card wedding. I mean, you can you can really define the really how the Sounders teams were going by before the red card wedding and after, like that. That had a huge impact.
1: Now, of course, that narrative of everything was terrible after the red card wedding would make more sense if we hadn't won an MLS Cup in that time. It's true. But I agree that you know it was a it was a defining moment. You know, and and yeah, showed sort of the the downside of of Clint Dempsey's legacy.
0: Speaking of which, we added up uh, during uh, this season uh, if Dempsey would be able to play in the Open Cup, uh, and he would be able to play next year if he was playing, because it was it was two years or six games, and we well, finally passed six games. Was, Maybe he'll come back just for the Open Cup next time. Maybe he'll come he back just regular. so he can rip up another ref's paper and be like, "You can't touch me."
1: And then uh, the speak, uh,
0: speaking of Dempsey, do you think he'll get? Uh, do you think there is any chance they give him a sign a, a send-off game? He was the captain. He's tied for the overall goal record. I want him to take that from Landon Donovan. What do you think?
1: I guess you know I'll have to go back and see how many games he played together with Greg, Berthal- Greg Berhalter. Greg Burhalter, who I guess is whose hand it's going to be in.
0: So what do you? So uh, about the U.S. team, I think this year was a complete, complete uh, loss for the U.S. team. Don't have a coach. You can't rebuild until you got that coach. How do you expect Greg burhalter Bar- is going to be? He's been the GM and the coach at Columbus for a long time now. I think really he's don't going, know. Is he you know, the right decision?
1: Maybe he has had a hand in and been paying attention to US soccer along with his brother.
0: Should he should they have picked Spid?
1: Ah, uh, uh, that would be a problematic choice also. So, you know, I can't say that I know what they should have done. Should they have gone out and got somebody from from a European league? Uh, I don't know. Should they have hired Klinsmann again? You know? They need the team needs more intensity. Maybe Clint Dempsey would be the coach who would bring them that. Know, and th- that would your, that would
0: be fun. I, I maybe you know,
1: maybe that's your reason to bring him back as as captain. You know, tear up think, a few rule books and I don't and think let you, him inspire the young people.
0: Yeah, you know, I I don't know that about about Clint Dempsey. I, he doesn't really seem like the person who who want to coach, but but um. I, I don't just know, want to bring maybe him back, you bring him in as uh, as not maybe not coach. the head coach, but like. Uh, to be on the sidelines, uh, he could teach a class on cool. talking
1: to referees or something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> that that would definitely be funny. Uh, uh, other U.S. star Chris Wondolowski, uh, uh, he's either tied or one goal away. You no, know, he's yeah, he's one goal away from from taking uh, the and the single goal scoring record MLS from. Um, Landon Donovan. You just
1: want Landon Donovan off the top of that list. You yeah, don't care who does it. Exactly. If um, they can bring Eddie Johnson back and have him score a few goals, that would do it for you too.
0: Um, yes, and and uh, we'll we'll talk about Eddie Johnson uh, here in the list since he's going to come back up in Sounders news recently. But um, Chris Prandonsky, he's 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 not retiring this season. Season uh, prediction time for for next year. Uh, first first prediction um uh that we're gonna make how many games do you think it will be before he breaks that record for San Jose new coach probably will still wear the captain armband. how many games
1: I have no idea
0: think pick a number how, how many games how many
1: goals does he need
0: he needs one
1: uh let's say he does it on opening day then
0: okay opening day that's what I'm gonna hope. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say three though. But we're gonna remember this so when it happens, because it is going to happen, hopefully he doesn't like break his leg or something. Uh over Chris, over um uh the holiday break. Uh but uh you're gonna hear first. One or three. Uh in uh send send us an email. Contact the show if you have any questions or comments or you want to make a guess about when Nanda Donovan will be off of the leaderboard for goals. Uh, in MOS. Uh, so so next uh, next MOS season, uh, Cincinnati's coming in. Uh, MOS has talked about uh, th- they've talked about um, changing the playoff structure. Do you think that's going to happen? Do you want it to happen?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, the structure, current structure, is a little weird.
0: Would it be better if it was if it was the top eight from each conference, and each game is just a one-off?
1: You know, the thing that I wouldn't like about that. Pretty much fan, like the NBA. The thing that, well, no, I mean in the NBA. Well, look, the I mean, NFL. you play,
0: Well, 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 in the NBA, It's the same bracket, except you're not playing series. You've, right you've but I mean, that's teams. but
1: that's the big difference you know the the good thing about the way it is now is as long as you get past that first uh sort of wild card game you're guaranteed a home match if your you know if your team makes it to the final eight in the playoffs you're going to get them see in front of you're going to get to see them as a home fan whereas you know if you come into a single elimination thing as a as a bottom seed your team can make a great run through the playoffs and you never get to see it
0: yeah yeah that's such awesome. do you think uh, the other thing that they could do is uh, is have the... Do you think the lower team should get to pick if they want to host first or go on the road first? Because, I mean, this year, the Sounders were the only team that uh, played at home second and lost, did not go on to the finals. But should he get to pick? I
1: mean, I guess I can see why that seems appealing. I think in practice it would be hard to do because it would just mean that you would you know when would you make that decision i wouldn't want it to slow down when the games were actually scheduled i suppose you could you know make the teams uh, submit their answer beforehand yeah um it seems complicated i mean the playoff knowing knowing when your team is going to play next is complicated enough already um i i think having the se- the, the second leg at home you know, sort of makes sense. I can't... I don't think too many people would want to do it the other way around.
0: So the other... the Really, other, the other... Three other MLS news uh, that came up. Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, won goal of the year uh, for his wonder strike against LAFC. Surprised about this? Did he think his other one was going to win? I mean... You know, when we saw
1: those goals right when he came into the league... Um,
0: Won an entrance.
1: Yeah, you know, you saw you sort of saw that, and you thought, you know, okay, if anyone's going to beat that goal, it's going to be him. He came pretty close to doing it, Uh, but you can't argue with that goal.
0: And he made the team of the week uh, for that, uh, with that, uh, uh, up there with Joseph Martinez, who broke the the goal-scoring record. Uh, uh, And when Wayne Rooney was up there, had a nice send-off game, Against the U.S. at Wembley, nice to see. Uh, but Joseph Martinez named MVP for the season. Uh, he's been so good at din- and uh, also MVP uh, in the final where they beat Portland. Oh, this was fun, especially uh, as Portland uh, got through the playoffs with a with Sebastian Blanco being amazing. Uh, against SKC and against the Sounders. Uh, But uh, Joseph Martinez, wing MVP for the season, agree with this? Agree with what? Uh, Joseph
1: Martinez. Yeah, I mean, you can't argue with the production. Um, You know, just the sheer number of goals he scored out there. Um, You know, I have a – you know, you could argue that – you know, Ladero was incredibly, valued to the, uh, incredibly valuable to the Sounders, but you know, no one's going to you know. Not a big surprise to mm-hmm. see Martinez yep. get both of those awards.
0: And uh, the uh, the reactions to the MLS Cup, which was yesterday. What do you think about that? So happy Portland didn't win.
1: Obviously, you we know, still
0: we still tied with one star on the jersey.
1: A good thing for the league to see those 73,000 fans go home happy. I'm not sure how many Portland fans were traveled out there, but I'm sure there were some. It was, a, it
0: was about uh, 1400, 1,400 is what they said.
1: Yeah, you know, Atlanta's obviously uh, played well the whole year. Uh, you can't say they, they didn't deserve it. It'll be interesting yep. to see how many of those players they can keep. I guess they're under Their a new Their coach, coach is
0: going. Uh, is is going away. It would have been fun to see Darlington and score against uh score against Portland. Uh Atlanta is not actually the quickest MOS team to win. Um Chicago the Chicago Fire when they were an expansion team, they won in their first year. Um but that didn't actually learn until today, so um that makes me feel a little bit better about Atlanta. They're, they're not the first they're not the first, although it they did do it faster than the Sounders or the Timbers. Um, but uh, right, the Super Cup spent a lot of money. So let's move into what the Sounders have right now and what they're going to be looking for next season. They have, they I think they they have one or or two international roster spots open. They have one designated player spot open and they released a, they released um a bunch of players, uh uh like uh Tony Alfaro, uh God released, um Abby C. Himcom. But uh what our team looks right now, pretty much all the stars are still around uh as a... as uh it seems like Torres' a,
1: status maybe the one that's still up in the air.
0: Torres might be leaving, but he is, he is still on the roster. But some he has had some interest from other teams. And, and I
1: guess Brad Smith. Do we know whether he's uh, possibly think, going to be recalled back to Bournemouth?
0: I. It seems like he's going to be with us until the summer, um, and then also Alonso is a free agent. Right now, so, um, it's probably he'll get paid, he'll get paid the most if he stays with us, and he'll probably play as much, he'll play the most if he stays with us, so... What do you think Alonzo's going to do? I, th- I mean, I... I really I, don't know.
1: You know, he's the heart of the Sounders, obviously. I think
0: he's going to stay. I feel like he's going to stay with us. I don't... I can't really picture him going anywhere else. It's, it's and hard to imagine still, somewhere I don't else. think he's going to retire you know,
1: yet. Also, was very strange to see Richard Sherman in another uniform. Uh, you know, I hope the teams can get along and work it out, and we don't have to see something like that.
0: Yep. Uh... uh Jordan Morris just recently... Uh... Uh...
1: Announced it was a new neat. contract
0: extension. So five, so five years. Three years are guaranteed. Two years are are, are possible. Are possible more. Eddie Johnson came out um, and was mad about this, uh, saying yep. that and he should have gotten more money, and they released him because he is better than than uh, Jordan Morris. Now, um,
1: I think really what that's about is just you know how MLS is maturing and being able to pay more, you know, bring in better players and pay them better overall so i don't think it's as much about skin color or how we feel about eddie in particular um you know it's a good sign from my point of view because i'm sure well at least i hope the sounders wouldn't have done that if they didn't have some pretty good evidence that morris's knee is coming back well and he's mm-hmm. going to be able to run the way he used to yep.
0: uh and uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see him get to play with um Roy Diaz next season.
1: Right, and I um, hope Schmetzer, who also got a contract renewal sometime around there, uh, has some good ideas about how he's going to get both of them on the field at the same time. Do you
0: think Jordan Morris um, is going to end up in Europe sometime after that?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: after three years?
1: I really don't know. You know, obviously I'm hoping that by that time MLS is the, you know, premier worldwide league with higher salaries than Europe, so there's little incentive for him to go.
0: I don't think there's no... um. Uh, MLS is ever going to go that far, but uh, we're definitely at the, in in three years the qual the quality oh, is going to be amazing, and and especially if if he's at the point where he's also helping the U.S. national team actually qualify um, for the next World Cup, unlike some people were able to do this year. Um, then, uh, I, maybe, I think maybe three years, um, he would, he, uh, he's still, he's still going to be like 26 he, he uh, at that time, so, still pretty young, so, he could do that. Yep. For a new DP, where are we looking?
1: Well, I mean, there have been some, some rumors around, uh, one of Ruiz Diaz's Peruvian teammates, uh, a left back, whose name I can't rec- rec- recall right now, um...
0: I think it's a. I feel like right now since we only have three forwards, could be in. I think we'll be. We'll we'll probably pick up, maybe some. Well, we're gonna pick up like two MOS players. Um, maybe one of those will be a forward. Yeah, it's hard to see or a DP
1: forward coming no,
0: in. No, but there won't be an uh, I think it could be. I mean, I, I mean, I'm still holding. I I mean, I'd be happy if Nicholas Ladero. Um, did convince um, Luis Suarez to come play for us? Then he'd probably have to be a DP.
1: Yeah, you know that would be fine. Um, you know, if Neymar Jr. is unhappy with his current team, or or Messi either, you know that'd be fine.
0: Uh, of, of course. So, so next season we have really our same our same team. Do you think we can this team is a will be able to play uh to play and start the season just like we did in twenty fourteen and 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 compete for that to be for this for twenty nineteen to I be just like that season. I mean, you know, that what, has to I mean, be Brian
1: Spencer's focus. You know, we've the, we the
0: Champions League to distract us? Yes, there's not gonna be um, game can uh, game, the games aren't gonna be super close together at the beginning, and that was one thing that really happened to the Sounders right at the beginning. They had to decide um, priorities, and we didn't really play our uh, full team against the LAFC to start the season. Um, but uh, uh, I think with uh, at the. With how we know each other right now, um, with Jordan Morris, we're only going to get better. And I Roy think Diaz, this is easy. You know. I, don't, I would be very surprised with Roy Diaz being here from the start if we go down the same path of losing a lot in the first half and having to save ourselves in the end, where Nicholas Lidero dies here. I'd be very surprised if that happens again.
1: And you know, do you think uh, I think
0: it's time for us to win and to be the MOS team with the most U.S. Open Cups and win our fifth? Uh,
1: do you think opposing teams will prepare any differently for Ruiz Diaz? It seems like he's one of these players who, you know, it's you can't really you can't really do anything to stop him. You know, the other teams already had both of their center backs paying attention to him, and he was finding ways to score anyway. Yep. So I don't think you know. I don't think we'll be at a disadvantage by having other teams know what they're getting. Um, You know, the combination of Rui Diaz and Jordan Morris seems like it could be very dangerous to the Sounders. So I'm looking forward to seeing it, you know, again, next Thursday. No, it's sometime in February we're expecting? Uh,
0: uh, Sometime in February is the start.
1: Yeah,
0: it's the start. Uh, And uh, it's going to be, we'll be... uh, Excited to see what our schedule looks like uh, next year. Uh, when, when that comes out, we'll, we'll look to see where which stadiums we're heading to, uh, which atmospheres are going to be fun. Uh, of course, Atlanta is going to be coming to Seattle this year uh, again, so we get to see them again, uh, which should be a good game, uh, as both of those meetings have been ties in the past so we're gonna we're getting pretty close to, to ramming up this podcast but to finish up this season we're gonna reveal we picked our goal of the year for the sounders what did you pick for your sounders go of the year
1: well um you know it seems like such a long time ago already uh and it was um in the middle of a game you know at a point that seemed dramatic at the time, but then so much else happened in that game that it's almost hard to remember. What I'm going to pick is Raul Ruiz's 93rd minute goal that brought the Sounders level in leg two of the playoffs against the Timbers. Uh, ball bounced around, but then Ruiz Diaz just hit an amazing volley uh, in from around the top of the box and you know just showed why he can convert almost any chance into a you know into an unstoppable shot.
0: That was a great goal. I'm going to go with one that's a little less, uh, that had a little less power, but uh, was really fun to watch. I'm going with Will Bruin's chip in Minnesota, which kept this, the win streak alive. Very late in the game, the Sounders had a penalty to make it 1-1, and then they would win the game 2-1 in stoppage time. Chip over Bobby Shuttleworth, and Bruin had a, has this great smile on his face.
1: And my, my favorite part of that goal, have you seen the, the shot of Schmetzer along the sideline kicking the ball in along with Bruin?
0: So it's uh, so fun to watch. Kept the Sounders' uh, uh, win streak alive. That is my goal of the year. Now, player of the year, who is your Sounders player of the year?
1: Well, you know, I think it would be easy to choose uh, Rui Diaz. For you know coming in and and scoring so many important goals, I think you could also make a good case for uh, Stefan Fry, who I think you know stopped more goals than any other keeper, and you know kept the Sounders in a lot of games that they wouldn't have been in. Uh, but I'm going to go for Ladero, you know just uh, for the you know for the amount of work he did, the number of touches he had on the ball, number of miles he covered. You know, I think he was the thing that um, made things happen for the Sounders throughout the whole year.
0: And I also picked Ladero. I thought uh, he, for a long time, he was he had the most goals for the season. Um, for for most of the season, he had a lot of assists, good quality, and uh, of course, he must have been bummed to not make the World Cup team, but. He played so well, he pushed through uh, that sadness. And uh, I could, we, you could also make a case for Fry, Roy Diaz, or I would say Alonzo. He won Comeback Player of the Year. You um, could have played uh, said them. Um, you could have said Dempsey because he retired. But for me, it's a Darrow, uh captain for a lot of the games. Controlling the middle and he gets overlooked because players, uh, because other teams know that they have to shut him down if they want to win. But uh, another great season for him and uh, I'm excited to see what he can do in 2019. Well, 2018 has come to a close Sounders unable to win MOS Cup. But in twenty nineteen I think that second star is ours. Let's make another bold prediction where the Sounders are gonna finish in the Western Conference. What place?
1: You know, I it's easy to easy to say, but I think uh yeah. I'm gonna say they're gonna be number one. I'm gonna say they Go wire to wire and hold the supporter shield. I think they have every reason to be able to do it, and I think
0: this is the year they actually take off running and don't stop. Sounders win the supporter shield, win the Open Cup. They they host FC Cincinnati in Seattle for the MLS Cup, and they win. And that's gonna have, have That's going to wrap it up. Wrap. Uh, we'll be at that final. Next December 2019. And we're going to have our...
1: Scarves up.